guys, you I, missed, I missed this because we weren't recording, but I said, entirely. Henry Cavill, why don't you go get an ice cream cake? But I would like to add to that, oh, Henry, candy bar head ass. <laughs> <laughs> Foe out of here, dude. Foe out of here. Foe out of here. All right. You ain't slick. All right. Ready? Yep. <clears throat> this is an editor's note from a review of the film Range 15. Range 15 is a feature-length Zomcom made by our friends at Ranger Up and Article 15 Clothing. A lot of people, especially those who have never served in the military, won't get this movie about veterans and a zombie apocalypse. The movie rating people certainly didn't get it because they don't get us, but some people do get us. This is just identity politics for troops. Yes. Like, this is... One day we were playing... When we were gaming, Alex Lonofgen just said the phrase Blue Lives Magic. <laughs> and it was like the funniest shit I've ever heard. Because we were just, you know, like, you know, this is Blue Lives Magic. This is Police Officer Visibility. This is Irish Boy Excellence. And, and it's, like, it's like such a ridiculous concept, right? But it's real. And it's this movie. It's this movie. It, it this totally is embodying is, yeah. that entire psychopathic troop culture that we've created. It's like grown like fungus in the tile of America since 9-11. With the same content of like a a woman that's uh, like an early adopter of Twitter still now has under 10,000 followers but uses ashy dick to like insult people. Yeah. Uh, So this movie we're talking about is called Range 15. It is produced by a bunch of people involved with different troop ass-kissing companies, essentially. Uh, The the, uh, cultural emanations of this new troop this troop subculture that's being cultivated and they have their own films their own movie stars their own celebrities and their own products and so range 15 is and this other one are these two companies they make shirts that say stuff like fuck your sensitivity Mm. or you know like isis uh, hunting badge yeah this is i want to first and foremost say this is the worst i've ever felt after watching a movie oh this is just yeah, I'm it. like slightly nauseous. No, it's genuinely yeah. disturbing and grotesque. The producers of this movie, who, as Matt said, all have T-shirt companies uh, that sell T-shirts that are like, "Hey, Colin Kaepernick, why don't you kneel while you're sucking my dick?" I'm not gay, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, to raise awareness of PTSD for a charity that sells stickers that say "fuck PTSD." <laughs> Just the worst men I've ever seen. I found myself. Losing the thread to the movie. And I've watched a lot of boring movies of the show, and I've been able to oh, yeah. hold on. But I just started drifted, drifting in and out, and I was imagining different people I like killing all the people involved in this movie. Yes. At one point, I was imagining Chief Keith killing them. At other points, I was just imagining like new play, like guys I don't even know if I really like, you know, who I'm unsure about, like Rodrigo Duterte. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah if, either he, way. if he just, if all I was fantasizing about, if all the producers went to the Philippines for a press junket and also for sex tourism, and they're stupid, so they put all their uh, guns in their carry on bags and they got taken in customs, and Duterte just strolls up in a Hawaiian shirt and murders all of them. <laughs> and that's just sort of the. I just feel fucking bad. Yeah, I, I've got a like game after that. I'm gonna lose all my all my matches because I'm looking at I just the feel uh, like shit. The girls section of uh, the the Ranger Up clothing line, and it's all very kind of um, uh, the slutty section of 2000 era Hot Topic. Oh hell yes! Um, so it's like a lot of like cute bunnies that say like I will cut you and like you know Epic. like unicorns that say I farted and then there's a whole bunch of them that are just about coffee <laughs> like it's just 
Like there's a sexy there's a, double lady and it says uh, caffeined. Well, you know, one of the coffees that you could enjoy is delicious black rifle coffee because the star of this film is this absolutely repellent scumbag named yeah, it's cross-promotion, yeah. who owns, I, I think he's involved in one of these t-shirt companies and also in this company that we've talked about on the show before, Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, it's, Which is for, the, it's a shitty overpriced coffee, but it tells you that you're a fucking queer if you're not drinking it. Basically. Yeah, it's it's Black Rifle Coffee is like it's a strong, stupid guy product because you're like <laughs> you've been drinking Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts or Folgers and you're like, wait a minute. None of these companies have come out against ISIS. Is there a way I can get a worse coffee made by guys who have killed slightly more people than Starbucks? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I guarantee there's some like lib coffee brand out there like uh, have you no bean, sir. And it's, uh, <laughs> Thanks. I hate and it. And it's all like they have then their whole marketing thing is just they're really snarky about it. And they talk in like Wonkat, LOL cat speak. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this is just the mirror image dumb guy version of that. Yeah. Of yeah. that that snark culture, so the movie, yeah, yeah. Take the lib thing, the lib thing, where it's like, you know, that entire. This, see, these are two sides of the same coin. This is these are like imgur people, yeah. and the lib imgur pe- person is like, uh, don't talk to me before I've had my kafifi. You know, oh, I like to drink this coffee while reading the failing New York Times, replying to uh, any or any picture of a dog with "pet that dog right now." Yeah, having yeah. having a having uh like a a, a water cup that says very stable genius on it yeah like uh you you sir donald trump are a tempestuous traitorous than just the n-word because he screwed up because he's been on imgur for 20 years (laughs) you just say that all the time you fucked up it's okay though but on the other side is the imgur troop which is just probably the most repellent type of person like at least people in isis have like a culture Yeah. yeah you know this is like the worst shit i've ever seen it, no, it's it is the it is the most profound con- condemnation of post nine eleven American culture that since the fucking collateral murder video, I mean it really does show you this is what America actually is. These are the values that we think we're fighting for. These are what we're making all these sacrifices for, and this is why we have the world's largest military is to protect and promote this genuinely cancerous, murderous, psychopathic culture. Yeah, you know how like there are mutual funds, it's like, oh, you can get a basket of like financial companies so you can invest in the financial sector through this mutual fund. I wish I could do that with just opponents of America now. <laughs> I wish there was like a f- general fund I could contribute to that funds like Iranian speedboats, <laughs> yes. ISIS, Al Qaeda, even like just people that fight each other as long as they yeah, or against this. Yeah, I'm I'm applying for an unpaid internship with Boko Haram. I'm looking at don't tread on me uh, yoga pants right Excellent. now. Excellent, that's good. I, I'm just really delirious. Uh, caffeine and hate is a big thing here. It's a lot of coffee focused things. Frankly, I'm beginning to suspect he's uh, manipulating uh, one company to benefit the other. Yeah. So this is a archetype. This is a new archetype. The epic veteran. Yeah, and the yeah. epic veteran—they want to remind you of three things: they're not gay. Yes. Number two, they're not gay. Yes. <laughs> Number three, coffee and whiskey are epic. Yeah. yeah. But, but generally, they—they—they're sick of people being triggered. You know, one of the first things we see in this movie is just our hero, this aforementioned repulsive man who looks sort of like a PS3 rendered Dan Blitzarian. <laughs> Uh, yes. Shocked he, he wasn't in this. By the the entire joke is that he he's in jail because he got he got too drunk after being discharged. He was being epic, 
and uh, he made out with a trans woman and then just beat the shit out of her. And it's like fucking epic, my man. Yeah. But th- there's like an entire through line of the ideology of this movie that like everyone's triggered. Everyone's a pussy now. Everyone's a fucking pussy. But if it sounds like I'm being unfair to veterans, you know, maybe I am. Uh, but you have not been through what I've been through. You haven't seen, seen this, movie. this movie. And the thing is, we should stress All that done it is, one it is, tour a, it is a culture. It is a specific type of troop culture that's emerging. Uh, from our pro- new professional military and it is genuinely repulsive it's it's like this 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 horrific murder machine of the u.s military and all of its attendant pathologies squished through the internet and and memefied and given a sort of an ironic distance but not removing any of the psychosis or sadism at the core of it but an earlier bacon around an it. earlier era of internet which is weird because there's clearly a lag time there yeah. it's very yeah. tucker max it's very well, i mean you're talking about a very large unwieldy organization it, it doesn't adapt quickly you know yeah. so it's got old memes yeah J- mattis is like desperately pressing trump he's like we are just getting rage comics now sir I mean, we're the- so behind the chat the chinese all their troops are using the spongebob with glowing eyes memes <laughs> We were not even adapted to rage phases yet, sir. Foo. They've used they use the word epic like unironically many times. Oh yeah. yeah even like normies use epic ironically now. Like, yeah. So, so like Ben Shapiro is yeah. like All right. uses it ironically. So to set this up, the movie we're talking about, Range Fifteen, was a crowdfunded on Indiegogo project, a collaboration between these these monetized troops, these these quote unquote like troops with the fucking copyright symbol behind it. Like the Matt Best guy and these other dudes and the Latrell brothers and all these it's celebrity and seals, hot troopic, right? these celebrity hot operatives who are famous to other people who like jack off to Soldier of Fortune and people who have like Benghazi bumper stickers on their car. They know all these people and they think they're famous. And this genuinely monstrous person named Ross Patterson, who is the writer, director and co-star of this film, who is one of the most repellent human beings I've ever seen other than the other lead of the film. Uh, so... It was pitched as this is going to be a troop movie by troops for troops. It's a zombie apocalypse comedy. But the thing is, instead of just a bunch of civilians. Which, by the way, that's every, a- every smart guy's idea for a movie yes. is a zombie apocalypse yeah. comedy. But, it's but epic. You can't if, go wrong. What if it's the fucking funny. troops were doing it instead of some lame civilians? And so it's all a bunch Records of operators crash. kicking ass during the zombie apocalypse. And it worked. They, made a, they got a million motherfucking dollars from Indiegogo for this thing. And I still don't. I, I still can't wrap my head around it. Where is that million dollars coming from? No, I think it must have been at least partially supplemented from. They were dipping out of the kitty, right? Like there had to be. Probably, it had to come from the yeah. t-shirts and the. Who knows? It's probably a fucking money laundering operation. Yeah. They're probably like the fucking drug dealing veterans from Lethal Weapon, and this is the way that they're laundering well, I, their I, conspiracy I, theory. Proceeds. Remember when the North Carolina GOP headquarters burned down? Yeah. Okay, it was actually an operator. Yes. Who did it? That makes sense. And he got money from all the resistance, pre-resistance, because it was yeah, before Trump got elected. Election. And that's how this movie came to be. Yeah, it's funneled GOP donation money. Mm-hmm. That would be an ultimate own of the libs. Kudos. Well, so not we- really. Well, not really, because this movie will probably like do more to recruit people to ISIS than like any ISIS. Propaganda. This movie, I mean, they, like these I'm people, you know, on the fence. These people now. better be happy that we're the only people who've ever watched it because if more people saw this thing, it honestly could bring down America. I mean, it is such a repellent vision of America. So let's go through the movie. I, yeah. Let's start off veteran being epic after he's discharged. Yeah. It's like punching trans people, punching, fucking trans- or pissing into the, uh, 
pissing into the gas tank of a Prius. Yeah. It's like an animal house Van Wilder setup. Yeah. And yeah. you're supposed to like him because he like abuses his whatever authority he beats up as people. a troop. And- he fucks stupid, uh, very gay uh, hybrid vehicles. Yeah, it's like uh, an abortive Animal House sequel where William Callie completes his education. <laughs> yeah, he comes back yeah. to school. Oh, I'm ready. Let's party, guys. Here's how I like to party. Um, so anyway, William Shatner, because fucking epic, is his lawyer. And he's like, uh, uh, yeah, they're getting you for beating up a trans woman, but I told them you're gay, which sets out, I think, the strongest theme of the movie. These guys really want you to know that they're not gay. They're not fucking gay, all right? They're not gay. No one involved in this fucking movie is gay, all right? That's all that matters. I don't even shake my male friend's hands, dude. That's fucking gay. No. It's not. No one's gay. I've never even talked to my dad. You're talking to another man, dude. That's fucking gay. (laughs) But, uh... So they're in jail. There's like repulsive men one through five. Yeah, they're in jail. sort of interchangeable. Some of them are, I think, professional actors, and other of them are just these veteran dickheads who are running these different grifts. Yeah, and the dialogue is sort of like a Markov chain. It's like, oh, uh, this is like being with tequila and midgets. That's what I call a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you should go to the fucking Tijuana donkey show. Oh, do, do anal. Oh, yeah. What's your boyfriend's name? You're fucking gay. <laughs> and, you know, just that for about two minutes, it feels like just hours. Just, the movie I felt like I was in a Terrence Malick production uh, because yeah. I was witnessing this two-minute thing, but it was flashing through my entire life that led me up to this moment. I'm sorry. All you, my regrets. I'm sorry. Talking about this is just giving me flashbacks. It's a genuinely, genuinely repulsive piece of work. And I I don't want us to be too unfair to uh, veterans or service members. But, I mean, as we're talking about just this one specific cast of them, which I guess these are the, the operators. These are the, yeah, the tier operators, one operators. Yeah. The yeah. guys who are them. the best at larceny and shooting people in the back of their and heads. And you see them, they don't like the grunts. No. Uh, they're uh, supercilious towards them. And they don't like the officers either because nope. the officers are uh, PC triggered. They're like, hey, you killed too many kids. Uh, so they're just... Uh, I don't know, savages. There's just a, godless a deep men. contempt for civilians as well. Hate civilians. Hate yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, each other. They hate each yeah, other. There's just no compassion to literally anyone. But there's uh, no sense of camaraderie or friendship at any level. Everyone is to be hierarchically arranged according to goodness, and then anyone below you is to be just shit on and probably literally murdered. Yeah, this is the space marine civilization from Warhammer Forty Thousand. But if like. These guys are never figuring out space travel. These guys can <laughs> barely get from like fucking Best Buy to Lifetime Fitness. <laughs> no. They can barely make it there without almost flipping out and just emptying two mags into a minivan. Uh, so they're in jail and there's like a hilarious gag about a blow up doll because apparently this script was first written in 1967. Yeah. Uh, back when that was just like whoa you feel like a rubber thing fucking crazy it's 2018 grow up but uh then william shatner comes in and he's a fucking zombie are you on the edge of your seat do you have your bacon ready are you just drinking your whiskey you fucking stupid pig you love this shit huh moron so one of the like fatter repulsive guys kills william shatner with a baseball bat um and just instantly all the guys are like zombie apocalypse fucking awesome yeah 
Yeah, they, by the way, didn't really clarify that he was a zombie. He just looked a little disoriented, and they <laughs> went straight for the gun. He has Alzheimer's. Get rid of him. He's a drain <laughs> on Social Security. I think they were just like, it's a Jewish lawyer. Get him. I mean, it's long been pointed out that the fantasy of the zombie film is about anxiety about the other and desire to destroy them without consequence. And this is a film that just embraces that as the idea. It's like they explicitly say, hey, it's a zombie apocalypse. We got to fucking go crazy. Wait, I have two points here. Well, no, no, no. That's, there's two there's two folds to that. There are people who fantasize about survival, and those are the people who also want to do boot camp shit and learn about edible plants. Like that's a kind of planning fantasy where it soothes you to plan for disaster situations. And I think that's the majority of losers like who the like zombie thing, stuff. Yeah. But when you see this, it's very clear that the people who losers. put this together are very much members of the latter. Yeah, they just want to murder. They people. they just love the idea. It's like oh, it's a, it's a free for all. Yeah. Wait, wait, I have two points on that. The first one is, is William Shatner Jewish? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I did not know that. True. Did he change his name? No, he's just... That's he's, one of the original shit. 12 tribes of Israel. Oh, <laughs> the Shatters. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, my other one is, uh, yeah, like what, what you're saying about uh, the other and the, the killing fantasy is true, but in this movie, the, the, the makeup effects are so mediocre that they don't really look like zombies for the most part. They just look like tired people. Well, you, and and also... They immediately give up on the pretense of killing zombified versions of groups they hate. Yeah. They just kill those people anyway. They just fucking, like, they're the first, one of the first things they do is just, like, murder the same trans woman. Yeah, right. It's like, this, we haven't even gotten to the apocalypse point. It's like, oh, there's slightly less rules for me than normal. Blam! Well, the best one was a guy who... She wasn't a zombie yet. Who had been, no! Who had been bitten and was on the ground and then he told them that he was a ranger, and they asked him, what unit are you with? And he goes, fourth division. They're like, there are only three divisions. <laughs> and then they say, fuck stolen valor, and then murder him. Yeah, it's This is, if you're interested in the genre of conservative comedy, where they're like, oh, you're going to trigger some people tonight, and then they try to tell their first joke, and it's like, yeah, so they're uh, trying to, you know, do the bathroom thing to rape your children. I will fucking you, you, I don't have a kid, but if I did, I would fucking murder you. <laughs> uh, just getting too mad to even get to even a setup, really. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the thing this is the movie for you. this movie very much mocks the concept of being triggered. I think we were talking about how we think it was really just made to trigger libs to get libs mad. And it, it, wor- it worked. I'm gonna, we're all literally uh, triggered. It, it worked. I'm going to get my Ph.D., Join a nuclear research facility and sell secrets to China now. No, I just it worked. Like, you triggered me. I just feel like I ate too much ham or something. Yeah. Like it left me really lethargic, yeah. and I'm, I'm I, I feel men- mentally slow yeah, I'm right yeah, now. Me too. But 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 so oh, we're triggering you, libs. But the film is just filled with this volcanic hatred. Yeah. And and contempt for everyone. Well, here's what they're okay, so here's what these guys are, are maddest about. Uh one is uh the homosexuals and yeah. gay panic and things like that. Uh the other is stolen valor. Yeah. Uh the third one is uh cheating whore wives who yeah, cheat on their bitches. Who cheat on their uh uh significant other while they're uh, out defending the country. Uh which again, as we've said in the show many times, we support and we encourage you to do if you are a military wife yeah, or girlfriend. If you see if you see a woman in a leather skirt, that's how you know it's a veteran's wife. If you see a woman on a leather in a leather skirt and like a tank top with an American flag that says like don't talk to me till I've had my ammo. <laughs> She's flying to go cheat on her husband oh, who's yeah. in Afghanistan. Give up your first class seat to him. And if this the, the gender, the, the gender kind of uh, elements to this movie are fascinating because they do throw in a few women, yeah. one of whom doesn't 
get fucked. No, she's the she's, she's, the, she's troop. the bourbon girl. She's the troop. She's the epic bourbon girl. She does all the fat jokes. She's X I D F. Yeah, <laughs> which they made up because they couldn't they couldn't they use uh, they yeah, couldn't you're the use good a, type of Jew. They couldn't use like a like an actual like lady American troop because she's locked into a, like a like a shipping container yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but like. Yeah, she, but they used her because they're all really into that because they're slightly exotic yeah. but still white and they shoot yeah. people. And so there's the one badass and then there's the dumb whore who fucks the main character, the black rifle guy, during the movie at one point. They have sex. Mm. And she's like, oh, have sex with my butt because I don't want to get pregnant during the zombie apocalypse. And then later in the movie... Flash forward, <laughs> there's all these awful cameos by just troop shitheads who I've never heard of who are famous to these people. Oh, uh, dude, oh, dude. Guys who all have like townhall.com columns, and I've never heard of them. And they're standing around, and they're being introduced to them. And she goes, who are these guys? And her friend says, they're heroes. And she goes, heroes of what? And one of them just pulls out a gun and blows her brains out. Yeah. And then everyone else is like, oh, well, dumb bitch. Shouldn't have fucking questioned the troops. Oh, you didn't know who Travis. He just fucked her earlier. He had. Oh, yeah. But you didn't know who Travis Gavin was, (laughs) you dumb bitch. If our book is successful and we get a chance to write a sequel, I want it to be a PUA guide for picking up soldiers, girlfriends, and wives. (laughs) I honestly just. That was going to be my, like, Wilt Chamberlain styled memoir. Soldiers' wives I have fucked. <laughs> Scissor Sisters. <laughs> novel by Amber Frost. Uh, my, I will just release like a free PDF on the web about where the engine block and Humvees are located. <laughs> anyone could download it. Do with it what you will. I'm going to start 3D printing explosive force penetrators. <laughs> I have an exciting media opportunity in northern Syria I'm interested in. Well, that's the thing is that this it's this supposed to be is this movie is supposed to be by troops for troops, and the the mission the vision it gives to everyone who watches it is that they are psychopaths. This is a movie that feels like, and in some senses, it was made by serial killers. Like it was, they're just <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, people was. who are absolutely. absolutely contemptuous of all their human life, uh, uh, gleefully sadistic, sexually rapacious and violent. Uh, there is a scene where one of the guys rapes a zombie. And it's it's okay. She's not human. Joke. They're not human. They're the enemy. Yeah. There's a big long scene. It's like a 10 a minute scene of him just there with talking one. to his friends while raping a zombie. That's in the fucking movie. Like, that's the horror. And the, and the thing is, that's supposed to be the humor. It's supposed to be funny. This movie is, is filled with jokes, attempt, but, uh, hypothetically. And it's like, this is, it not only indicts the character of these people, but it also says that the culture that they're trying to preserve with, with this military uh, that we have is absolutely garbage. Like, we were talking, like, at least the Nazis had Wagner, for Christ's sake. It's like, they have Jason Aldean and this shit. Well, Jason Aldean rocks, <laughs> but, uh, so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of MMA crossover. Yes, that's the other movie. group. There's a bunch of troops, and then there's a bunch of MMA guys, including one who was a troop, right? Tim Kennedy was a troop? Yes. Yeah, Tim Kennedy is a troop fighter, and he, like, he's, like, very pompous. Like, he posts things on, like, when he fought more, he would post things on his Twitter like, most fighters worry about their media appearance. I worry about altitude, wind, <laughs> wind speed, <laughs> longitude, latitude. Drag. Yeah, he literally had that post. My friend Dunk, the greatest MMA poster of all time, took a frame-by-frame frame of him getting knocked out by 38-year-old Cuban man Yoel Romero <laughs> and just put that post over like different longitudes of him getting knocked out. But yeah, Tim Kennedy... Um, 
he like uh i think like a lot of people on like left twitter found him like when mandela died and he's like good riddance you piece of shit yeah yeah i remember that <laughs> and uh but he's like he's like a ted cruz conservative kind of yeah. but he's like in the mma world because mma fans uh they just don't have a lot to work with like most fighters are just like you know, not for nothing, but I'll fight anyone they put in front of me. I just like to work hard. <laughs> and if, like, anyone even attempts something to a semblance of a joke, they're like, this is the most charismatic man I've ever seen. <laughs> so Tim Kennedy was, like, this epic bacon troop guy. And MMA fans would be like, it's probably the m- coolest man I've ever seen. Yeah, but, for MMA, that's the office cut-up. Yeah. It was, yeah, the most heartbreaking moment of my life as an MMA fan was when uh, Tim Kennedy beat notorious British piece of shit Michael Bisping who's a club DJ it was like (laughs) if Michael Bisping this repellent British man who just exemplifies so many awful European stereotypes and beaten Tim Kennedy MMA would be the great the truce would be above a sport but (laughs) I digress anyway Randy Couture the most legendary adulterer in all MMA is in this where he plays an epic zombie and Tim Kennedy I don't understand why he has a drag queen's name yeah, it is kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Kennedy trained, of that trains with this uh, team, Jackson Winklejohn, which is like. What is with these names? <laughs> get out of here! Fucking with me right now. It's the one of the premier teams of MMA. These are Dan Quinn names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a reason Dan Quinn was so affiliated with MMA. <laughs> just those names, but Jackson Winklejohn has like a <laughs> cadre of. <laughs> truly amazing fighters and they all show up in this movie to be epic yeah uh and it just you know i think for the first time ever i'm like taking people's criticisms of mma seriously maybe john mccain was right yeah about this it's sport. a pretty bad culture but this didn't make me think about my favorite mma forum post of all time it is a review of a book the book is called made in america the making of a ufc champion by a man repellent enough to be in this movie. Former UFC champion Matt Hughes. Uh-huh. Matt Hughes from Hillsboro, Illinois. One of the most repulsive parts of the country. <laughs> Probably responsible for like 30% of the VOD purchases of this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let me, let me pull this up. So what was the book uh, okay, called? I, I, I forgot. I forgot uh, the book is called Made in America, The Making of a UFC Champion by Matt Hughes, who is, as I've said, repulsive enough to be in this movie. But starts i forgot in chapter four him and mark his twin brother both make out with the same eighth grade girl while they are in college why he would include that i have no idea (laughs) it had nothing to do with the story (laughs) um fast forward to chapter eight matt starts this chapter by sexually assaulting the aforementioned eighth grader who's now 21 in public at a grocery store or smacking her on the ass as he called it matt notices that her body is tighter now that she's grown up and not the same 13 year old he'd made out with in college for some reason matt tells her that he knocked his girlfriend up and seems utterly outraged that she has decided she's keeping the baby after making it back to her parents house he begins fondling her this part is just disgusting uh the storyline changes out uh, out of nowhere and matt begins describing how an opponent who is mauling him how an opponent he was mauling once whispered to him take the arm or in other words i've had enough Please armbar me. Leave me with a little dignity. Matt decided he wanted to take out a little more aggression and continued to beat the shit out of him for another round. Also, at the end of the chapter, the victim of his sexual assault, for some reason, breaks up with him. And this is a legendary post. 
on the mixed martial arts world. It, uh, Sean McCorkle, the guy who wrote this, a UFC heavyweight in his own right, was the only person to ever read this book. And so was utterly... Well, I don't think they're big readers. Yeah, he was utterly horrified by its contents. And I've been had the Matt Hughes thing on my brain for about a decade, you know, since I read it for the first time. And the thing with Matt Hughes thing, the thing McCorkle always goes back to is like, why would you include this? Like, why do you think any of these stories make you sound cool? Like, all the stories that are in there are like, for instance, Matt and his twin brother Mark beat the shit out of their dad at their at Mark's own wedding. Uh, Matt's cousin kills himself, and Matt misses his funeral for a wrestling meet. Matt continually brags about cheating on his wife, but then hates Randy Couture for cheating on his wife. It's just bizarre until you realize this is sort of the same mindset as this movie. This is like a type of high of hierarchical combat male in America who is above everyone else. And you're supposed to just sort of live in their headspace where all their hierarchies and hates and everything makes sense because it's all going to towards an ultimate goal. But there is no ultimate goal. It's just that they're better than everyone else. And that is the underlying philosophy of this movie, right? Oh, yeah. There is no actual goal. It's, I think they forget the zombie plot line halfway through because <laughs> yeah. there are literally parts where they just go around killing different types yes. of people they don't yes. like. Like they go to they go to a hipster's house for some reason. Yes. And there's a hip there's like a guy who's like a vinyl hipster and then a guy vaping. And they're like, hey, man, you got any ghoul vinyl? And they just throw a grenade into their house and murder. They, they go to they see this type of person who doesn't exist, which are like soy boy YouTubers who are like, let's talk about how much America sucks today. I'm gay, by the way. And they were yeah, and that, they yeah, that they show. Were that show definitely doesn't exist. They were gonna- <laughs> <laughs> well, on they're, YouTube, I mean, you know? they were yeah. going to piss on an American flag and they were. The only thing I can say is they were gay nerds. It's like that is the sort of like level of just Cro Magnon insults. Like you're a fucking gay nerd because they had sort of Urkel outfits on and they had sort of high pitched nerd voices. Yeah, it was also an anachronistic and, nerddom and kind of, too. And flouncing about like they were gay. So I'm like, oh, I'm an, it was, they were like uh, Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds, the gay nerd. It's, like, how, oh, it's how the older brother in Weird Science thing. sees the world. Yeah, exactly. It's like look at these gay nerds. They're gonna piss on the flag. And, and you, so. Two of the troops come in dressed like Travolta and Jackson from Pulp Fiction. Very timely fucking reference. Oh my god, I love and the then references. Just blow them away. Yeah, it's like, and you could. I imagine if the guys who made this movie heard this, they'd be like, "You're so triggered. This is a comedy." But it's like, comedies have like <laughs> tensions and yeah. like underlying ideas that serve to the punchline. This is just like. You murdering a bunch of people you hate, well, yeah. which can is- be funny, but there's just no actual comedy. It's just like, oh, you know, this type of fucking homo, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, they're just having a PTSD episode, basically. <laughs> yes. The only reason, it's, 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 it's kind it. of a Twitter thing, too, where you see people who aren't funny and aren't making jokes, but imitate the cadence of a Twitter joke. Oh, yeah. They're the, they're the humorless joke maker. Yeah, no, that's, like, that's, that's, that's absolutely kind it. of what this is. And you could tell by the pacing by the speed, it was actually edited really tightly. You could tell, like, okay, I've been sent all of the uh, signals mm-hmm. that this is a comedy. Yeah, they're talking like that. These are people who learned how to talk by watching the confessional segments from, like, Real World Road Rules Challenge. It was and like they that, just have um, that reality show voice and affect and, and energy. 
It's like that Italian pop song where the singer is trying to sound like an American, but is just making up gibberish words with American sounding uh, inflection. Yeah. Which we should end with. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good song. And it's like, we wish we could walk you through the plot of this movie, but it's like, I would say we lost the thread of the plot, you know, around the time they get to this military base. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, so they have to... They found a way to cure the the zombie virus, and it's that they made whiskey. Yeah. You think that's epic? Well, that they, made it, epic, they made epic. it with snake cum. What? Oh, oh, dude, is that legal? Oh, oh what the hell? Oh, dude, where do you come up with this shit? Dude, well, you're like fucking family guy on crack. But it only worked when they mixed it with an energy drink. Yes, awesome. which I believe they sell. I yeah, literally they think probably, they also probably like... It probably like raises awareness for the defense of like the Blackwater guys who murked all those guys in the Joff. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, the late person who figures out that they need to use the energy drink as a catalyst is a woman who they later murder for not recognizing some veterans. <laughs> Wait, don't they also have to uh, administer it by butt chugging it? Well, no, they tricked that guy into getting into butt chugging it so that they could make him look gay. The whole oh, thing was him. a super gay fantasy because it's like, what if? What if I had to? Yeah. What, what if, if I, I had, I, to, what if I had to to save my life? Yeah. Yeah. So the guy's on the ground, on his knees. This is the main guy, and he's got uh, his buddy putting a, a whiskey bottle up his ass, and then he's got... He's butt-chugging. His, but then also his friend is feeding him the energy drink with his hips thrusting in front of him. They're Eiffel-towering they, they Eiffel Tower him. It's a complete it, and fantasy. It's in slow what if your motion. bros had to Eiffel Tower you to save your life? And yeah. it's in slow motion. It's like Adrian Lyne. It's like erotic. Yeah, but this, not gay at all. Fuck you. Yeah, this is like, you can tell the guys who made this movie just sit around coming up with like elaborate scenario. Like, this is why stupid people love the Saw movies because yeah. they're like, oh, what if a serial killer kidnapped me and I had to like be gay? Oh, could I do it? Yeah. Oh, uh, what's the, oh, what if, what if uh, to get into heaven you had to be gay with a guy? Yeah, uh, this what is if, all what if, shoplifter yeah, porn. Yeah, what if the only way to pay for my son's surgery, my son, who I don't have, was to suck the doctor's dick? It's like, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even do it then. These are so many scenarios where I wouldn't be gay. I think a lot and of these just, people just, have kids. They just haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Well, once every other weekend. Yeah. Um, oh, that's really ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> Court ordered. That's usually the standard for, uh, for partial visitation. Yeah, the, the, these kids, these guys have like any partial custody of their kids. Their kids are like brought over like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> they just, they're like, you have the most DUIs anyone's ever gotten. You just can't do anything with them. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so they go to the military base and in a very, you know, we're, we hate this when people are like, come on, not your best, my dude, you know, do better. But Keith David, do better because yeah. you're in this movie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, though, if like, you know, if Harvey Weinstein was in this movie, I'd be like, "Come on, dude!" <laughs> but uh, for Keith You're David, yeah, for Keith David, it's like, "Dude, come on!" What the fuck? Did You're they like kidnap your daughter? He still has like the smooth, velvety voice. Yeah. You're Spawn. What are you doing? Yeah. So he's like the colonel of the military base, and he's like, "We have to do it the military way." And the epic operator's like, "No, we have to do it our way, uh, the not gay way." And <laughs> So there's like some bullshit about the special whiskey that they make, like who's yeah. going to transport it. Yeah. And they're mad that like they're not doing blue lives magic by letting the operators do it. They're just letting rear echelon motherfuckers do it because it's so hierarchical now. 
that just being a troop isn't enough. No. If you're like a gay gay troop, like a guy who doesn't have like 700 bodies to his name and just has nightmares anytime he sees anything resembling the color orange because it reminds him of a muzzle flash. (laughs) You're gay, dude. Yeah. There's a scene where he bribes these two rear echelon nerds with challenge coins because they've never seen combat, so they are amazed by that stuff, and they fall all over themselves. They can't get the thing open. They're oafs. The troops are depicted as oafs. The officers are feckless, fancy lads who deserve to die. The regular troops are also pathetic. Uh, The only cool people are them. The fucking operators and everyone else, including civilians, just murder because like they start killing zombies and they immediately start killing regular people. And it actually works as a stealth indictment of the entire Petraeus concept of counterinsurgency that says, well, no, you go in there and you you don't kill civilians and that you fight the enemy and you increase connection to the, to the uh, communities and then you eventually pacify the area. No, because they start off killing the zombies, a.k.a. your Al-Qaeda's or Taliban's. And then immediately just start murdering regular people. I think the second person they killed was not yeah. a zombie. Yeah. It was like, you can't do what you think you can do with these people. They like murdering, like doing it d- desensitizes you. And eventually you're just going to start killing people. At least enough of them are to totally undermine your mission. Yes. And then they make movies. And yeah. then they make movies. The worst, and then they, they, the worst films ever made. Then they inflict that on America. And they try to tell us. Bringing the war back home. They really it's are. Just like Jane Fonda wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm one of those people who hates Jane Fonda now, but because she didn't fire any rounds in that anti-aircraft gun. <laughs> yeah, that was stealing valor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but legitimate, I don't think anyone in this room or anyone who's even seen this movie can explain what happens next. No. There's like a bunch of... Danny some, Trejo shows up. Yeah, There's like a lot of just kind of uh, they have random internet Jeremy. signifiers. They, they have they have to do MMA matches between zombies and humans. That's how they resolve the conflict. They beat the zombies up. Yeah, Tim Kennedy fights Randy Couture, and Tim Kennedy has a better jab than we've ever seen in any of his fights. <laughs> Randy Couture, he has to fight in a ring instead of a cage, so he can't do wall install. But I, would, I, I honestly, yeah, there were a lot of cool fighters in this movie, and it was like, come on, man. Like, I know there was a controversy last year when a bunch of fighters hang, hung out with Chechen dictator Ramzan Kadyrov, and it's like, you know, that sort of pals in the face of this, if we're going to be honest. Like, Kadyrov has done some bad things, but he's never really, he's never made a movie I had to watch like this. Yeah, no. At but- one point, a zombified dwarf bites someone's dick off yes oh yeah yeah that's very important a guy goes to take a leak and a zombified uh dwarf runs over grab bites his dick off and runs away and then he falls on the floor and he starts shooting blood out of his groin and this is one of their friends their friend and they just stand there laughing at him and doing jokes about how his dick got ripped off and and he's like screaming and blood is just shooting out of his body and then they murder him so he doesn't turn into it's a, a comedy dude. Are you triggered? <laughs> triggered by the comedy? Yeah. That's comedy. It's jokes. Look at this. Look at this nerd idiot. This nerd gay. gay nerd. Can't deal with the jokes. It's comedy. Yeah. It's comedy, dude. Yeah, it's like an equivalent. If we like, you know, if you some insane world where they gave us a million dollars to do the dumbest jokes possible. <laughs> uh, if we got to make this movie. Like, if there's an equivalent left version of this movie, it would be, like, a bunch of Antifa guys who are poly with each other. And there's, like... I, what's, like, the left equivalent to a zombie outbreak? Mm. I would think Nazis kind of taking over the streets. Thug. Yeah, yeah, like, like Nazis. Thug thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they ostensibly start... Like, they kill one cop, 
But then they just like go door to door, like disabled veteran. We're yeah. taking his wheelchair, <laughs> you know. Like they just blow up a firehouse. Oh, men in uniform, real tough. Yeah, they line up fifty pregnant women who don't want late term abortions and just shoot a Barrett fifty cal through all of them, and they're like third trimester. <laughs> it's like that would be the only equivalent, right? Yeah. If yeah. we just made a movie like that, yeah. I mean, and, and we definitely engage in in fantasy, um, but we tend not to make art about it. Uh, like in this particular way, um, the idea of like a like a grand, a grand a, like a battle royale type thing for us is like no, we have a much douchier version of it. We have the big speech. We have the sir, have you no decency? That's our kind of fantasy fight. Yeah, and but- I hate those people. Maybe more. No, no. no, no it's like I I, 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 I oscillate depending on like which shitty thing I've had to see, but it's like. I hate Aaron Sorkin more than uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch or whoever that person is that you named with the strange name. I got it. I got it. Okay. We would do a battle royale movie and you would have one tier one operator troop dipshit and one Antifa guy and one of the, the, the gay nerds who are pissing on the flag <laughs> and one like have you no shame sir liberal guy yeah. and we just put in every single archetype we can think of. Okay, yeah, I'll so it's like yeah, it's yes. like disabled veteran who plays murder ball, yeah. uh, like cop who does blue loves magic. Pepe, you know? yeah, Pepe, yeah, um, like a logic professor, yeah, uh, Claire and Jeffrey, she, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Obama would be in there. Obama would absolutely yeah. be in there. Dan Pfeiffer, yeah, and then it's just the there's just no underlying point, just constant murder. Yeah, yeah. Constant. everyone, no everyone from a Michael Hudson post, they're all in there. They would win. They, they would, would absolutely they would win. Because they're scrappers. No, yeah. they wouldn't win because they would try to form an alliance, but it would break apart over some weird petty disagreement. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Within one second, of the alliance forming. Honestly, dude, I fucking raised my kids. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> the fall, the fall, the fuck you mean empire. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I really do wish Will was here because I feel like Will is our Delta operator who could guide us through this tough time. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's the only one who could pay attention to this movie. Yeah. We were all No, really I remember. I remember what happened. Does anyone it's have any questions? It's not even we were distracted. We just... We were all watching it. it watching it felt feels bad. Like you were being pumped full of leukemia. Like, that's what it felt like. Yeah, it, it felt like you were going to a chemotherapy where they were giving you cancer instead of... Watching it yeah, sounds too involved. It. I want to say I looked at it. I feel, I, I feel like, I feel like, consumption. I feel like uh, while I was asleep last night, someone replaced my bed with just like a coffin made out of lead <laughs> and I slept in it and I came here and it's like, huh, I just feel kind of tired. I can't form a thought. You ever got real drunk all day at the beach? I feel oh like it's God. the end of that day. Yeah. 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 Like I've been in the sun. Look, and, and I'm not saying Will would be resistant to the effects of this movie, but he'd like persevere. He's like Marcus Luttrell, <laughs> one of the celebrity trips. Like he's the... Will is the lone survivor through hundreds of shitty movies, and he can describe the plot of all of them to yeah. you. Well, I remember what happened in this. They fought the zombies, and then they used the, the whiskey to make an a- antidote, and then they were all they all sang God Bless America at the end. No, of the oh, I forgot no, that part. There was stuff in between there. They murdered gay nerds in between there. <laughs> no, no, they, made it, they murdered gay nerds before they got the drug. The cure to the to the base. Yeah, that was the part where they were just having a good time shooting yeah. civilians, murdering civilians. Well, you know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of the Chris Kyle lie, where during Katrina he's like, "I decided that I needed to help my country by just shooting black people." Yeah, 
and, and it's like he didn't do it, but it's like that sort of remind like there's a zombie apocalypse, and it's like these guys love those posts where it's like you spit on me, you betray me, you salute me with a latte, <laughs> but when shit goes down, you need me. But it's like this movie actually tells the truth because if there was like a zombie apocalypse, these guys would literally just like kill minorities. Yeah. They would enjoy it. Just, oh, yeah. Their power yeah, over just, you is so pow- is so. Uh, Intox- there should be. There, I, I, I hope to God there's a list like that. Li- that like that list Nixon compiled of subversives that need to be detained in the event of a national emergency, and all the people who bought this film and donated <laughs> this film are on that list. I'm afraid not, buddy. They I, need to be neutralized. We're on the list, and they're going to be the ones rounding us up. Oh, God. That's the reality of the situation. President Xi, we have given you nothing but respect. <laughs> we love your vision for China. The South China Sea, the Pacific, and the world. President Xi, we are fighting against a demonic culture. We request assistance and we pledge complete fealty to socialism with Chinese characteristics. You I know what? I'd you. be fine with it if uh, we could just do like a counter Kickstarter for like a Paul Verhoeven remake. Ooh. You yeah, know, something to, because this is a movie, this is Starship Troopers, and that he made the, yeah. the premise of Starship Troopers is. What War if makes fascist, fascists of us all. Well, right. What if, what if fascist society made a movie? What would their action movies be? And that was Starship Troopers. And this is just the real-life version of Starship Troopers. This is what if a fascist society made a movie? And that's what mm. it would look like. That's the values that it would promote. That's what it thinks is funny. That's, that's, that's the hierarchies it promotes. That, and, and, it's just right, and they made it themselves. It's not even an irony. Even though there's this weird patina of like self-awareness throughout it where – they're like, yeah, America, fuck yeah, right, America, hello, L, but seriously. You know, it's like, it's this weird thing where they're, it's the Groiper thing. It's the, it's the, it's the Pepe self-awareness of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm LOLing about ovens, but also they are awesome, you know? Yeah, but it's like postmodern. Yeah, like that's it's what's very, so it's confounding It's really nihilistic. It. Uh, they don't really believe in that's anything. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes it nihilistic. Like, they're, they, when they got to the God Bless America or... or America the Beautiful. Yeah. When they got to America the Beautiful, um, half of them were joke singing it. It reminded me of like girls who are kind of good singers going to karaoke, but yeah. being embarrassed to no. sing well. So they kind of laugh. And yeah, yeah, they were like self conscious about it. They were cracking, and they weren't. They it started off sort of sincere, but then they kind of winked halfway through it. And it really is that sense of they couldn't decide. They don't really believe in any of this patriotism no. stuff. They believe in murdering on its behalf. Yeah, like the, it's the destruction the love that they the actually care about. Well, the it's action, like how the, there's the, enough like rose emoji Twitter people who aren't really that much into socialism, just the gulag part. Yeah, <laughs> like these are the counter to that. They're not actually into the conservative values because nothing about this movie was conservative oh God, no. in any way, shape, or form. No, it's deeply, deeply uh, uh, grotesque and uh, uh, gauche and and anti-social and, in a way uh, that anti-social, even, like, even, like, vast, like violently anti-social. Repellent. The kind of thing Bob Dole would have called right. a nightmare of depravity in 1996. But it's a, it's, a, it's a means <laughs> to an end for them yeah. because that's the that the the sort of political platform or or an allusion to it is the excuse they need yes. to just be sociopaths. Yeah, it's like if it's like a fucking judge hold in the sign with monster energy drinks and made a movie. <laughs> Do you know uh, your favorite rapper, Takeshi Six Nine? You know what his group is called? His his gang of friends, Scum Gang. You know what that stands for? I I forgot. You told me. Society can't understand me, <laughs> and that's reminds me of this type of veteran because they're like, you will never understand what it's like to be us, and it's like, 
Yeah, I won't. You seem to hate everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't even know what you were fighting for. That. I don't understand you. I don't want to empathize with that. I think it would be a profound mental disorder to empathize with that. I would something about myself. I would, I would stop being able to smell the skin of babies or something if, if, I, if I ever identified ah, I would with lose you. my I, humanity. I don't want to understand it. I want there to be a solution for this. I want it to be dealt with in some fashion. Yeah, yeah it, it's like, all right, so you, you're really proud of like all the, all the ops you did and like all, the, you know, all your friends died and you killed a bunch of people. and You did it ostensibly to like defend America, but you just hate everything yeah. about this country. You know you what it is? You fucking hate it. It's that um, Trumpian bacchanalia of joylessness. Yeah. yeah. It's like they, these are deeply unhappy people, yeah. you know, that don't experience any real joy. So they try and like mimic the bacchanal and like the whole like, you know, bloodbath thing yeah. because they're, they're actually like, laughing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. That, that's why yeah. epic epic like bacon shit is perfect for them because it's like a it's like the McMansion version of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. And, yeah. and making others miserable is the only joy they can feel. It's the only way they can have any pleasure is to know that other people are as miserable as they I are. I mean, they're even, you know, play acting at heterosexuality in the movie. Oh yeah. The very grotesque dialogue <laughs> interplay between the man and the woman. Yeah, typical like dialogue between a man and a woman is like Hey, so you're gonna fuck my pussy? <laughs> and the awesome operator is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you in your bitch hole." <laughs> and then someone comes up and is like, "Oh, uh, you have to touch my asshole." And then they all laugh because it's gay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, it just—I don't really, you know, like this movie. I don't even know how we. Yeah, I feel really on sedated. This. I just—I don't even feel <laughs> sedated. I just feel like. I don't know. It's like uh, how I imagine the effects of that drug that they give severe alcoholics that like block certain brain receptors. Yeah. Where you're like alive. You're not really sure if it's like depressed. I feel like I get. I, to be honest, I'm a little mad at Matt for suggesting yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Fuck all of you. I, no, come I on. You like dude. launched a trank dart at my ass now and. I can't fucking. Like, I've got to say you didn't learn. I've got okay? I have to scream. I have to scream in like. I have to scream in like three hours. I'm definitely going to say the N word today because of you. <laughs> we'll all be in our N word chambers. Our soundproof <laughs> that we installed with the money from the show. In conclusion, I've got to say thanks, Matt. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. It's like I haven't been this mad since. I think there was something Will made us read that I. Put me in the worst. Oh mood. yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that. I don't yeah. remember it was oh, it was a Megan McArdle book. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. We all had yeah, to read yeah, those yeah, sections yeah. of the McArdle book. Never yeah. You're very yeah, mad just, at Will I don't, for I'm that. not sure that I learned anything except that there is a, a subculture of uh, people so contemptuous of everyone other than themselves, but also themselves sometimes yeah. when they. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone like that. Walk by a mirror and start crying and punch it or something. Yeah, I mean that is kind of us. But <laughs> I, I, I feel like we. I kind of like me. Yeah, I mean, I, I look. Do I think I'm better than everyone else? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, no, no other part to that. Yes, but yeah, there's just no joy here. It's just zero joy. Everything is like it's the it's this it's this grotesque uh, uh, imitation of joy. Well, I think yeah. the, the, I've said this before. Like the ideal balance is uh, someone who has um, kind of a, a a decent self-image, but a small kernel of self-hatred, and yeah. that keeps them motivated. Because if you love yourself, like you openly love yourself, 
you you're just a sociopath. You can ra- rationalize anything. If you hate yourself all the time, like you know, that's useless to anyone. But you're one of our listeners. It's, it's another form of narcissism. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah, you're, you're just self absorbed. Yeah. Yeah. You just think you're the best at sucking. Yeah. <laughs> now this movie, this movie is a death rictus that you could confuse for a grin, but that it is just this horrible dark sadistic heart that's the doing it's cackling in a, in a, just a dead mimicry of enjoyment and happiness yeah um i'm an easy laugher too like i yeah. laugh at bad stuff you're the only laugh for some of my jokes on this show i uh, appreciate yeah. it i but. i yeah i laugh very easily but I guess, I guess we don't really have a conclusion chris i have one note of conclusion for you Reverend Wright's goddamn America speech. <laughs> That's, I'm not kidding. That's like literally the only thing. I, I, I got something. I've been thinking about this. It's, you know, any number of people enlist in the military for whatever reason, and maybe they served in Iraq or Afghanistan or any one of the dozens of shadow wars going on, and they have enough sense and they have enough uh, sensibility as a person to be alienated by or even horrified by the futility and the brutality of it all. So they leave the service and they tend to uh, be very critical of the military and of troop culture. But then any number of uh, people, uh, we'll call them the operator class, uh, they fulfill all of their childhood fantasies of wanton brutality and savagery. Uh, they go into a place where they can disregard the chain of command and they have no local laws that govern them they just you know just murder some farmers and their daughters and shit like that and they come back and they think well that was great what else can i do and uh at the end of this movie one of the fucking awful men says something along the lines of thank you war on terror (laughs) and that's about it yeah thank the war on terror for creating this dickheads culture yeah yeah the ethos of our empire let's look at the other empires through history uh the romans invented sodomy and aqueducts uh they did not invent aqueducts they invented aqueducts they the perfected Indus, the they indus perfected. valley well okay jewel didn't invent e-cigs but they sort of like made the best ones <laughs> well, i never said they, they did. changed the game is what you're saying they changed the game yeah um they built fine aqueducts i'll give yeah. you that the chinese empire made the movie hero with jet Li, 2004 <laughs> wonderful the nazis had wagner yeah. uh the british had rudyard kipling and invented a n- new form of pedophilia uh Gilbert and Sullivan, like delightful. a like a Chinese martial had, arts belt system of the pedophilia. chinese had these amazing like operas and ballets that they were just like we got to put something together to have some culture that isn't like bourgeois and western and yeah. and, they, and actually like they turned out some really good shit we were just talking about like what north korea does for its propaganda yeah and like a hump day yeah <laughs> yeah they're like it's a tuesday we only need seven thousand perfectly trained gymnasts with ribbon dancers yeah and this is what our empire makes. Just repu- like our empire has like a. You remember like being These are on- the fail sons of empire. Yeah, you remember you remember like Twitter in like 2010 or 11 when all the jokes were like, oh yeah, hey Justin Bieber, here's a baby for you. I'm gonna kill you with a broadsword, <laughs> you little gay bitch. Or even even more than that, remember being in grade school and the funniest thing you could come up with is like a song about killing Barney. <laughs> This yeah. is this is it. Yeah. This is it, folks. Here's here's what your biggest defense budget on Earth gets you. Yeah. Here's yeah. what a spanning global empire where we are so involved in everything, we tell Ecuadorians not to 
abuse their own breast milk. Yeah. This is what it gets you. Yeah. I hope you like it. This yeah. movie should Way better be, than healthcare, I think. This yeah. movie should be required viewing at West Point, like the Battle of Algiers. Everyone should have to watch <laughs> this going through so they know uh, exactly what their decisions might create. Yeah, you do not want to become epic. Like, don't become epic. No, friends yeah. don't let friends become epic. Well, that like, was my theory, of course, is that this people. was a piece of a piece of anti-military propaganda, and I think we should make as many people as possible watch it. it is what if, what if this was recalled. what Obama this was This is scared on. straight for... <laughs> this is like the innocence of Muslims for troops. Uh, it, it, is, it is, and the thing that makes me think that Amber is correct is that the, the, the writer-director of this film is not a troop. He's this guy Ross Patterson, who's made other films such as uh, what was it? Helen Keller, Helen Keller versus the Werewolf, mm. and oh. FDR, American Badass, with Barry Bostwick, which has uh, uh, FDR fighting werewolves. Oh, um, I've seen cool. it. It's got Kevin Sorbo as Abraham Lincoln. Not good. Um, really? Yeah. No way. <laughs> but anyway, trademark werewolf. So this guy plays a character who is, I guess, he's another troop that he's another type of troop they hate. He's he is an operator, but he's a glory hound, and everyone gives him all the credit because he's Mr. Flashy, and he always has like but a camera around him. But he does do him. stuff. Right, but he also is self-promoting, and they hate him, too. So they hate... Yes, it's like, they're like, like that. Everybody. They're like right, that. Right, but they hate because they hate themselves. But it's like, yeah. we hate everyone, including guys who are exactly like us, but slightly different somehow in my head. And his character, he does this like growling voice, and he does really, really severe like Jim Carrey-style mugging and, yeah. and drawing out letters. And he's only on screen for maybe seven minutes. And he is literally, not, not in any way am I exaggerating, the most repellent figure I've ever watched in a movie, on a movie screen. He is harder to look at and endure than the baby from Eraserhead. He is just grotesque at every point. It makes he your skin like crawl to listen to him. Max Headroom, yes. but doing rubber face. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like fascist Max Headroom. And it's like... This, if he was trying to make this entire thing just a disgusting, nauseating display that would repel any sane person with taste or a soul, then he succeeded. So that is, I think, a working theory to go with, is that he, stole, he ripped off a million dollars from rube, troop-worshipping dumbasses, and then made the most effective piece of anti-American propaganda ever. Oh, if you made, like, the P.T. Anderson version of this that's about the guy ripping people off to make this movie <laughs> and the production of this movie, oh, that God. would be awesome. That would be amazing. Or, like, the Terrence Malick version where it's, like, in media res, like, filming one of, like, the fellatio yeah. homophobia or rape scenes right. in this movie and then, like, cut back and forth, cut to him, like, arguing with a guy by saying that the n-word means ignorant person if you look into the dictionary <laughs> cut to him in the future like losing weekend custody <laughs> cut to him being honorably discharged like those are the only like two things you could really do with this movie you would need like an artistic yeah. meditation on the horrible souls and lives of those involved yeah the one I, thing you can't do with this movie is watch it. Do not watch do not, this movie. Yeah, go to hell, Matt. Any circumstances. <laughs> if you are considering watching this movie, like talk to a loved one. Like you can even just DM me. Like I don't want like, to. Like scared yeah. straight thing. You should show it to like you know eighteen yes. year old boys who are really into Chris Kyle. Yeah, like, and honestly, in the other it's sort of like a Voight comp test. Is that if they like this, then they need to be segregated from society. Yeah. Sure as hell, not given a firearm. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah. 
Like, what are you doing? This well, is a good. If we good, paid attention good... to the early signs, we would have stopped them before they were like killing cats. Yeah. But like it, by then, it's too late. So yeah. this is a, a this is a good final way to catch them on the way out the door before you give them guns and send them to a foreign country without rules. Yeah, I think maybe in like the ideal society, like we may have this constant population of like eighteen year old men who uh, want to be like this, but you can just have this sort of like. Potemkin Village military where you just film movies like this and tell them they're in the real military. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea, yeah. yeah. That's what we need. I mean, because the thing is, if you, you can't really abolish the military in one fell swoop without creating a massive labor crisis, so uh, you need to... Can't we just re- let them play paintball? Exactly. In the short term, you have to repurpose them and just, you know, go back to, like, the made-up military of the 90s. Yeah, the normal troops get to play paintball and, like... Stuff like that, and then like the truly psych- psycho ones get to like make these movies. Yeah, <laughs> but no one gets to yeah, watch. But they're, no they're locked one. Away. They are locked yeah. away. They are only they're watched by underneath a whole bunch of ET Nintendo cartridges. Yes. I mean, yeah. I think the solution is going to be some kind of VR thing. I know you don't like that, Matt, but in my mind, honestly, it's, it's, as a solution it's, it's, it's for the these band-aid. people. I accept it. Well, Raiden, who killed Solid Snake, was trained extensively in <laughs> VR. So, well, keep him in the VR. Scene. He was also well, a child soldier. Keep him in the Matrix. You script odds. the VR so that it tells a long, comprehensive story that encourages them to think critically about their actions. No, the you VR. can't make them do that. Well, it, no, we're just going to make a Westworld thing. Yeah, Westworld thing. Where they can yeah. just like rape and murder. Yeah, and, they're not yeah. going to be. Yeah, like, yeah, they kill like a different Prius owner or whatever every day. <laughs> like, they get to kill Colin Kaepernick every day. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's they their would, thing. Yeah. Oh, I would be heaven. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I thought yeah. I, I knew it was dark, and I I did warn you that it no, might be dark. No, I don't hate dark. the episode. I just fucking hate you and hate how I no, feel. I'm right just saying now. I knew, I warned you it would be dark. It brought I out the worst. Yeah, all you of did us, try to warn us. I did actually. warn you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I just, how about too guys? Much ham. Next time, uh, Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal. Yes, okay? that's going to be we our watch next stripes? one. Stripes. That would be good too. It's actually a good. Movie about the military that's common. Yeah. I want to watch Stripes. Stripes, Stripes is, is great. Great movie. Let's watch Stripes. Let's watch Stripes. Yes. Stripes. Hey. Stripes. 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 Stripes.